Welcome to the Family Connections Podcast, where we are connecting parents and families to God, each other, and the church. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this special episode of Family Connections Podcast. We polled people on our uh, Facebook page and asking, what did you want to hear during this time? And, uh, and the winner was entertaining versus engaging our kids at home. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, during this current time of the stay-at-home order, many people are, are asking, parents are asking, how do I keep my kids entertained? And if, if there ever was a time when a kid could probably not get an eye roll from parents by saying they were bored, now would be the time. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, as, as Ben and I kind of share with our, our listeners about some different ideas between this entertaining and engaging kids, um, I, I really want to say this, that uh, is it really our job to keep our kids entertained, uh, whether it's a <laughs> pandemic or not, right? Um, maybe we should be striving to engaging our kids a little bit more. So here's some of the things that I think that's important for us to understand the difference between entertaining and engaging our kids at home. Well, uh, the focus of entertaining kids is making sure they have fun and the onus is on you, right? But no parent can live up to that. But engaging kids, see, the focus of engaging kids is giving them the freedom and responsibility to self-govern and to participate in something worthwhile and meaningful, not to mention enjoyable. Yeah, and that's, that's so big, I think. Thanks for pointing that out, Mike. The difference between entertaining and engaging, um, because, like, man, once we get that down, we can really have that transformation in our relationship with our kids. And not many of us have said that this time of physical distancing um, is just a season for of uh, – necessary for, for the health of our communities and even our world because we want to get back to normal. I mean, we wish we could put back the clock to like last year and being yeah. getting ready to go to the beach and summer and all that stuff and graduations. But let's just say it here. Normal is gone and a new normal is probably going to come. And I hate saying that, but I am coming to realize that God could be helping us form some new rhythms in our home. And now is a, uh, it's a transition to that new normal in which we will, in which we hope we will be even better as parents and as families in relationship with our kids than what we had before. Just think about this thought. What you start now can continue when the order has been lifted. So the things we start now, when we focus on the characteristics and habits of our relationship and healthy, strong relationships with our, with our children, with our kids, uh, we want to come out on the other side with those stronger relationships. So when we're not staying at home anymore, we have a stronger, more thriving relationship. And that's, this is an opportunity, a laboratory to create that. No, that's great, Ben. And you know, and I think before we share some ideas about how we can engage our kids at home, let, let's state some of the obvious things that are going on. I mean, most people have had to adjust now for, what, four or five weeks of working from home, doing mm -hmm. school at home, yeah. and, and sadly, some people have lost their jobs or they're, they're underemployed and not being utilized in this current climate. And, uh, you know, kids are at home since schools are closed and they and their parents are, are trying to figure out their workload. So, so I mm. think that as we, we mentioned this, it's, it's pretty important to, to understand kind of each of us has a different situation at home and we don't want to assume 
that everybody has the same situation we do in our home. So, so yeah. we have to throw that out there, you know, yeah. as, as we share a few ideas, um, just to, to understand that's the reality um, that we're all living in right now. And our situations are so different. No, absolutely. Like all these situations are completely different. And I mean, depending on how much schoolwork your child has too, like you don't want to overload them with more. Um, being zoomed out is a real thing when you have video conference after video conference. And, and that is yeah. for, I was just thinking about this this week. Like we tell our, we saw my, my family, we try to limit our screen time and now it's only screen time because that's our connection. So, so how do we balance that? And so while some of the things we're going to do, uh, they can have entertainment or are, entertain are entertaining. Remember that you want your kids to take the lead. Like we go back to that engaging, that self-government, that, that, that embodiment, that empowerment. We want to mature our, our kids and, uh, and grow them in this process, not just entertain them. And, and you know, the, uh, <laughs> You know, I've got four kids and they varied in ages mm -hmm. and they're, they're older now, but you know, uh, some people might be listening they got older kids and younger kids yeah. and trying to find different ways to do that together. But, you know, so some of the things that we'll mention, uh, you know, it's this, the age appropriateness of it. So I think yep. there's a lot of DIY, you know, DIY, you know, game, do it yourself games. <laughs> you mm -hmm. And uh, so one of the things that I find is pretty fun that, that our listeners could do is cosmic bowling. And, and this is, you know, a lot of people might have some, uh, you know, water bottles around, you know, the ones they get at Costco or Sam's Club, the big pack. And so if you, if you have like 10 water bottles, okay, and you're going to recycle them, you've already drank the water, okay, fill them up uh, with, uh, you know, tap water, get some glow sticks, put the glow sticks in the, in the water bottle, and you're, you set up your bowling pin. So you're going to need at there least 10 clear water bottles, uh, 10 glow sticks. Matter of fact, you get extra glow sticks and that could kind of be your lane, your bowling lane. There you go. And a small ball, enough, uh, you know, big enough that it's going to be able to knock over the pins. Of course, turn out the lights in the house and boom, you've got do-it-yourself cosmic bowling. So, you know, there's some things there. And, and I don't know about your family, Ben, but, uh, you know, the age of your kids, but, you know, board games, you know. I, oh, yeah. I know in our house, oh, know, yeah. kids are younger, Candyland, shoots mm -hmm. and ladders. We know. have Candyland. <laughs> But it's great. I mean, if you get Queen Frostine, if you're stuck with Plumpy, you know. Wah, wah. Yep. yep. So, <laughs> but so one of the things, too, is when our kids have played different card games and other things, I want to kind of excite them and have creativity and say, let's just make our own board game. And so yeah. you can get you can start with large paper or even cardboard. Mm -hmm. um, poster board if you still got it from the you know kids <laughs> projects and stuff sometimes we turn over yeah, that's right use that other side project yeah exactly <laughs> get markers and crayons and sometimes you can just get index cards cut them up and make your own stuff but um sometimes it's just kind of create your own and it'll it might start out like like Candyland, where you you've got this loop that looks like a river make it in the boxes kids get to color it and then they get to make up their own game. And sometimes, uh, you know, that's so fun because it, it engages them in the creative process. Mm -hmm. And it might be a 90 to 95% copycat of another game. And then they could start to say, hey, how can I make it mine? Yeah. Right? And they could do little touches and it's their own game. So I, I think that, you know, kind of do-it-yourself stuff is, is kind of fun. And again you know, the parents can kind of lead on that. So whether it's cosmic bowling or create your own board game, uh, parents get it, get it rolling and the kids start to, 
get involved and, and make it their own. So those are just a couple ideas. I know the internet's got tons of different things, but uh, those are those are some things that I think are, are, are pretty fun and engaging. But, but and I'm glad you mentioned all those because, you know, yeah, the internet's got games, but, but what you mentioned is the creativity aspect. So just to piggyback yeah. real quickly, my four-year-old has created her own jumping games of distance and how to jump and all that. I could, I, I could have Googled something, but I wouldn't have done it the way she thought of it. And that yeah. was an awesome hour of just me, my four-year-old daughter, and my two-year-old daughter just playing this random jump game on the carpet. So, you know, definitely love that creativity. And that ties into something that we do in my house, and that's cooking and baking. And I know, Mike, you like to cook too, so it's like up your alley yep. as well. But, like, you know, we like to cook and bake. And some of you are like, man, if I can just get that Kraft macaroni and cheese or anything pre-made or anything, that's easy for me. Cooking's not my cup of tea. It's okay to fail together. It's fun to fail together sometimes. I've failed in the kitchen a number of times. And some of that is some of the greatest memories ever. They're like, yes, we're never going to make that again. But we have fun trying. Um, you know, for example, a couple of nights ago, we did pizza night. So it's like we made our own pizza dough. My girls love making the dough and love grating the cheese and then putting everything together. And they're specific on their pizza coming back to what they want their food to look like. It's, hey, we're all doing our own personal pizzas. And Brielle, no, I do not want cheese on top of my stuff at all. I only want a little cheese on the bottom and then I want a little meat and a little pineapple and that's it. Nothing else. Okay. And I know that's controversial <laughs> putting pineapple on pizza. She's four. Okay. And her dad likes it too. Um, <laughs> Good call. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I agree. But like stuff like that is so much fun. Um, on Easter morning with, uh, you know, Janelle is doing, uh, she had worked a couple hours, uh, a night shift on Friday night. So Saturday night was actually a sleep catch up night. And so Sunday morning on Easter morning, I got up early with the girls and we made biscuits. And now I could have made them in 10 minutes, 10 minutes, but we took time to make it and they folded it up. Brielle actually took everything, poured it in there. I measured it afterward, but she poured it in, mixed it and actually folded the dough. And I helped her when she wanted help. But that's one of those things. Again, it's empowering and engaging. And then when she saw the biscuits and they saw them rise in the oven and pull them out, she was so excited to tell everyone to tell mom that to show her sister and all that. So taking those times to do that, and you may not be an expert baker again, that's okay. Don't, pick the hardest recipe in the world. You can Google hundreds of recipes and there's easy stuff. Pick something you like to do that, that has not a lot of stuff in it that's easy to make and do it together. And I think you'll find it's a lot of fun and a way to grow a new relationship with your kids. Yeah. And, and you know, again, that's also empowering and allowing the kids to mm -hmm. come up with things. I always like uh, baking or cooking with yes. things that you can add. So going to like the pizza, mm -hmm. um, you know, you might have some kids that say, oh, let's add this to whatever yes. we're making. And, you know, if you think about, do I put cranberries or blueberries in the scone we're making or whatever it is, I think that mm -hmm. their contribution, again, this isn't limited to our stay at home stuff. I think the things yes. that we're talking about of engaging our kids and new rhythms is that later on they will be able to do these things and um, it's fun and it's meaningful. I mean, obviously, cooking and baking is really important and those things. And, and I think about um, the creativity of uh, reading and story time. So that, yeah. that's another thing that I think we should share is that um, and I think about it because when my kids were younger, I'd have them act out some of the stories we're reading. And, uh, and that's kind of funny. And it's like putting on a mini play for the family. And, <laughs> and sometimes, uh, you know, they'd go into their own room and they'd cook up something and they'd say, okay, this is loosely based on, um, you know, Goldilocks or, uh, you know, 
next thing you know, we're coming out with the, you know, three pigs or, or who knows what, right? So um, yeah, acting out the story they just read. And, and another thing too is, um, uh, a second thing is that they could build their own story with a few word prompts. I, I think about when I was younger, the old Mad Libs, you know, you'd come up with adjectives or adverbs and throw them in there. And, uh-huh. and I think that if, if you give them a prompt, you know, you could write it on an index card and it could be, you know, going to the grocery store. It could say, uh, my friends, um, an elephant. And, you know, they'd have to create some story with some prompts. And sometimes each family member could write it on an index card, throw it in a jar, and somebody else is going to have to either write out or tell out this story. And so again, it provides that creativity. Sometimes it's cooperation if you're working with another sibling, but it just makes reading and story time different. It doesn't replace it. I think it's always great to read to our children. And as they're learning how to read, that they read stories back to us. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, they might be starting with, you know, Go Dog Go or, you know, some other, you know, good Dr. Seuss uh, books and some other things out there, but it's, it's really engaging them in the learning process, creativity. They have fun. They start to snicker. I always loved if I can get my kids to snort, you know, to laugh uh, so much when we're just kind of twisting a story, but yeah, making reading and story time different and really, you know, participatory, right? Yes. So absolutely. um, and, And I think, you know, going back to, kind of like the reading part, I now think of uh, another idea that deals with uh, writing. Uh, I think that, uh, again, writing cards or notes to people during this time is really important. And, and even if your, your, your child can't even hold a pen because they're just you know, <laughs> little baby and you know, they're, you know, they're, there's a little scribble across the, yeah. know, the page. Um, you know, I think, little pictures and writing cards to, to like elderly shut-ins or, or even to, um, you know, uh, local first responders, right? Police department, fire Mm -hmm. department, health professionals. I I think that it helps our, our kids to focus outside of our house in the well-being of how others are. And I think just jotting down a, a note and, you know, even, you know, a little picture in there, just is so encouraging to others. And that's a way that I think that we can uh, engage our kids uh, in thinking about uh, those people outside our home right now that um, we want to exhibit care for. Absolutely. And talk about things that stick for when that leaves. Like I, I know for us, like no, I still love getting those notes and I know my kids do. We got a, we got a note from a leader a couple of weeks ago and the first response was to write a note back and she got more joy out of the leader's response to her note than she did getting the note originally. So no, that's great. It's, it's one of those things that definitely will stick out, you know, as we transition, whenever that time comes, you know, and going into that from writing into other things with paper, we got drawing. Um, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, like I said, and I, um, as I record this, I'm sitting at their craft table at my office, my stay at home office. And there is tons of stuff right here. I'm looking at right now from pens to, to, uh, those pipe cleaners that are different colors that we do crafts with, you know, that there is tons of stuff that you can do to let their creativity grow within, within simple crafts and arts. Um, I've seen people take uh, their hands and they do, they either trace their hand or they finger paint with their hands. 
um, are, but are, what they do is they trace their hands and then they can draw a turkey or draw, draw a, um, a, a different type of animal. There's a number of things you can draw with your hands. Um, we have a Play-Doh kit. You know, we'll let the Play-Doh come to town, right? And then we have the Play-Doh mat. Sometimes I'll do it outside. Sometimes we do it inside if it's raining. But let them create. And it's incredible because I have all these things to make. Um, we have, like, Disney princesses and stuff. And yet they actually – I caught my daughter, Brielle, shopping up stuff. Like, she was making, a like, a dessert out of Play-Doh. <laughs> now, I didn't do that with Play-Doh. Yep. I was creating molds and stuff like that. She's, you know, busy chopping up everything. I'm like, okay, that sounds, and for her sister too. So how sweet, you know, right? Um, but doing stuff like that, and if you need ideas, like a great resource just to throw one out there is Lunch Doodles with Mo Williams from the Kennedy Center. You Google Kennedy Center, and you will find tons of resources from Mo Williams. In fact, I'm just even looking right now, and they have a YouTube series that's out there on there on their with Mo Williams. So look at that. Like the resources are out there. Use what you have too. And sometimes I think, oh, I don't have this and that, so I can't do this. No, you look around your house. You can make crafts with a lot of things in your house. If you have pen and paper, that's a starting point. And, um, you know, it's it, it, just use what you got sometimes in that, w- that regard. We use chalk, too. And to go back to creativity of DIY games, you know, there's arting and drawing that we have with chalk, but we also end up making making our own hopscotch within that. And But it's not just the, what the game looks like. It's, it's what's decorated in the game, like, Brielle wanted the house on one brick, and then Addison wanted the sun on another brick. Okay, let's go, let's go going. Oh, yeah, you want me to help you draw it? Okay, I can help you do that too. So, But that's something not just, again, we're not talking about entertaining. Hey, do this. I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to join in the craft with you. So if you're going to do that, make sure that you're participating in that, not just, oh, this is a good 45-minute break. You know, it's okay to like, go take a, like a little bit of a break, but be engaging with your kids in that because that's what they're going to remember. It's not necessarily just what they created they're excited to share that but hey mom and dad we all did this together and that's what they want as well yeah yeah and you know it's interesting is that we're talking about doing a lot of stuff together and this isn't to uh say that we shouldn't spend time alone all right Right, so i'm sure right now you know people are going stir crazy and they just like to be in their own room and -hmm. then they find out they're sharing a room with a brother or sister (laughs) <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I think again, it's what the rhythm looks like in a home and uh, where we're at in Southern California, you know, we're ready for a really warm, very hot uh, week. And so just yeah. to be able to go outside in the yard. And, and I think one of the things to engage our kids is, um, you know, getting or staying fit. Mm. And, and I don't know, each family is different, but I think you know, to go on a walk. And, and of course, if you have pets, you know, wanting to walk the dog and, um, or like even you mentioned creating an obstacle course, you know, it's so fun when the kids can create something, whether it's in the house or in the yard (laughs) and, uh, you know, something that's everybody can do from the youngest to the oldest in the household. But I think that, you know, one of the times that we have right now is, um, to help our families, um, get fit and, and I don't know about you because, you know, going back to the cooking and baking with uh, my kids at home all the time now, it's kind of like there's a lot of baking. So, you know, when you go off to college, you think about the freshman 15. Yep. Well, yeah. I think I'm gaining the quarantine 15. So, yeah. you know, uh, you know, just, you know, getting fit and staying fit is so important, you know, for right now. And that's a way to engage kids of, you know, whether it's, you know, getting the Nerf ball and, okay, we're going to play horse or you know, mm-hmm. to going on a, on a walk uh, away from people, right. You know, yes. keeping our physical distance, but 
I, I think that that's important too, because just being outside and, and yeah. doing something that's fun, it doesn't have to be rigorous exercise, mm-hmm. but that's a great way uh, just to um, engage the kids in, in something that's going to have the benefit of, of uh, physical activity and uh, getting the endorphins going because you're kind of outside and having fun. Yeah, and if you're a parent of toddlers, you know, you can be the elephant or the lion or whatever animal or card you want there to be, and the kids hop on the train <laughs> or the island and uh, our animal, and you just walk away. There's some exercise, I'll tell you right now. Um, <laughs> you know, to fi- uh, finish off our list here, um, the last thing that we have here, um, um, and again, like none of these are like one, two, one, do one, then two, then three, then four. We're just trying to give you the ideas, the best ideas we can come up with. But one thing here, and I'm sure as many of us, many of you listeners are doing this, but uh, taking that time to memorize scripture, talk and pray, uh, talk about uh, attributes, characteristics of God, um, of what's going on and how this is, affects our relationship with God. What's God's role in this and what's God's, how's God present still in the midst of things that are uh, kind of uh, this man, things that we didn't imagine would happen, you know, having that time to grow together as a family is super important. Now, it's not one of those things where it should be a, we're, made, we're saying take a whole day and you just memorize scripture. No, but it's one of those things over the, over the dinner table. You can be like, Hey, what's one thing we could say we're thankful to God for today. Or it's one of those things you could take 10 minutes out of the morning and say, Hey, we're going to read um, Philippians chapter four, verse four. Hey, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice. And just, having that moment to be focused together. I think we talk about unity a lot in the church. Well, as families, we try to, I think sometimes, I shouldn't say we try. I think sometimes we, we have our relationships with God, like children's church is here, youth ministry is here. And the reality is we're all following the same God. We need to be doing that together in our home. This is a great um, laboratory ground right now to create practices. So when we are not staying at home anymore, when this is lifted, you have times to not just get fit, draw color, all that, but also to grow spiritually. And I don't want to over you know, overkill on that because I know a lot of our podcasts in the past have talked about stuff like that. But that's something I do. We do want to bring up just to say, hey, this is a great time to make sure you're doing something along those lines. No, I think that's great stuff. And, and matter of fact, you know, as we've been talking about mm-hmm. uh, these things, it's wanting to make sure that we it's age appropriate right yeah. we encourage our kids yes i mean some of it is going to be entertainment okay yeah. but i mean obviously there's going to be video games in there there's yeah. going to you know probably yes. be hey let's watch something on netflix or disney yep. plus right but again it's those rhythms i like what you said ben that we we start now that's going to propel to after this time of stay at home and mm-hmm. so um and i think that that's that's pretty important and and here's two questions that I would like our, our listeners to consider. And, uh, and we're also going to have this on our, our Facebook page because yeah. I, I think it's really important. And the first question is this, is how are you keeping your kids active and engaged? Hmm. Right. And, and it's just kind of more for uh, you as parents to, to think about what that looks like. And, um, and again, it's just kind of an assessment. It isn't each, each one's going to be different, but, um, how are they active and engaged as opposed to, you know, being passive and uh, not being involved in different things? And so, yeah, that's the first one. How are you keeping your kids active and engaged? And then the second question that we should ask is, um, what have you discovered they enjoy doing? Mm. You know, some of the things that we 
you know, mentioned about do-it-yourself games or cooking and baking or reading or coloring or, you know, uh, these different aspects. Um, what, what have you noticed that they enjoy? I, I think for us as parents, we could be pleasantly surprised when, uh, when one or more of our kids actually engage in certain things. And you thought, wow, they really like that. So uh, I'm going to touch on something you said earlier, Ben, of just getting a, a, a note from a leader and having mm-hmm. your you know, daughter want to respond back and forth. And that could be just the excitement that starts with you know, um, writing to somebody. Yeah. And, and again, it's a very relational thing. Yeah. And you would expect that she would like that, but then there might be other things that, you know, and instead of doing something else, she's going to go to her room and she's going to write this note to her teacher <laughs> or leader, right? You're like, okay, that's pretty cool. So, so I think for us as parents, um, what have you discovered that your kids enjoy doing? And so I think that that's really important during this time. And, and obviously, um, we're, we just gave uh, a little list, right? Yeah. And so I, I think one of the things is that for our listeners, uh, if you haven't already, we'd love for you uh, to join our Family Connections podcast Facebook page. And one of the things there is we'd love for you to share your experience with us. And um, because we'd love to, to, to have parents share great ideas and tips to help our kids engage more at home. Uh, I, I think what Ben and I are trying to do today is just kind of uh, prime the pump, give some mm-hmm. ideas. There's some great ideas you guys have that I think we should all be sharing with each other. So yeah, please put that on our, our, our family connections podcast, Facebook page, and, and just to glean those different things. And um, lastly, I love what you said, Ben, sometimes there's things you try and you go, okay, that failed. You know, <laughs> and, and I think that's part of the discovery of what things um, uh, our kids, our families like doing. Yep. And I don't think it should be isolated to right now during this uh, stay-at-home um, order during our global pandemic. But I think at any time for our families to discover, hey, what works well, what doesn't, or you find that you know, one if you have more than one kid, this one likes this, the other one likes that. So, yeah. so anyways, uh, just love the ideas that you shared, especially since you're, you know, your girls are younger and my kids are much older. You know, it's mm-hmm. still just we want to connect with our kids in such a way that it's not about entertaining them, but engaging them uh, while at home during this mm-hmm. specific time in history, as well as later on uh, that we could really um, just have a lot of joy and um, some fun and some growth in our own homes as we really want to uh, uh, help our kids uh, enjoy life. So anyways, thank you, Ben, for your, your, uh, your time this morning. And thank you. Uh, as we get to share with our, our listeners. And once again, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of entertaining versus in, engaging our kids at home. We'd love to hear from you again, our family connections podcast, Facebook page. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode today. Family Connections podcast is hosted by the family ministry team of Cornerstone Bible Church. For resources and more information about the church, please go to cvcglendora.org. We would love to connect with you. Here are a couple of ways. Subscribe to Family Connections. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Interact with episode topics, ask questions, and share ideas on our site, familyconnections.buzzsprout.com. Do you like what you hear? Please leave a review. 
We look forward to being with you next time on the Family Connections Podcast.